Hi, you're listening to the Build Your Digital Community Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Barkold, the co-founder and co-CEO of The Social Snippet, a social media agency focused on business owners growing their digital communities. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things digital community building so that you can grow your network and ultimately your business. Welcome to another episode of Build Your Digital Community. I'm your host. I'm Christina. Got my bestie here, Maria. Hi. This is actually our second episode of the day. We rarely ever even get a chance to do one, so two in a day is good. But we actually, if you've listened to our AI episode that's already out, or will be at this time, we had such a good conversation at the end, and then we started to spin off into other things. So what we thought, okay, when we get back today from some exciting things we did today, that we would come back and we would talk about this. And today... We went and we scoped out the venue of our future in-person event that we're so excited about. More information will come out in the fall, but it was pretty great. Exciting things in the works. It was a very, very high vibe day. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So I am so excited today because we are going to actually talk about what to do when you're scared of showing up. And I've done an episode on this before, and it was actually one of our top rated episodes, which was like how to get over the fear of showing up. But we actually just want to talk about Instagram stories today because when we were building my other business, the ChristinaBartold.com personal branding business, a lot of it was built in Instagram stories. Most of it, I would say, actually. Yeah. (laughs) But it didn't come like super naturally to me. It's not like one day I woke up and I was like an Instagram sensation and I was just like, hi, I'm ready. But it took a while for me to get like excited and like kind of ready for it. And so we kind of want to talk about like if you're in that place where you're growing your business, but you're not really sure about like how to show up on stories or like why that's important, we kind of want to talk about that. Yeah. And I think it's really, really important. And your like previous business that we worked on together was such a testament to that. Mm -hmm. Like I think all of your sales clients, like almost all of that stuff came from stories on Instagram. Would you agree? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it builds amazing. It's actually my favorite tool. So you'll see actually one of our freebies is a story guide that I really recommend. So it's awesome because it gives you 30 prompts for you to be able to show up in your stories every single day for a month. So you have like no excuses on like how to not show up. So like we, we see you there. Like we, we know, but what we're really excited about when it comes to stories is like it builds so much no like, and trust. So even when we do social media management for our clients, we still have an expectation that they're showing up, like mm-hmm. that they're showing up in stories because no one can sell their business quite like them. So I love it when owners show up in their stories and when people are able to kind of get all in on it, but we know that that kind of causes stress. But when we were building my business, people felt like they knew us mm-hmm. and we had built so much no like and trust because I was showing up in stories and talking all the time. Yeah. And it's amazing to this day how much like stories actually resonate with people. I had someone come up to me at our most recent event and said, you're, you're killing the Instagram game lately. Like I've been loving your personal brand. You're all over it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, thanks. Like that means a lot. But I just feel like I haven't really been doing that much. Like I'm slacking on the feed posts. Like I'm not really doing that much on the feed. I got a, got a post here, a post there. I'm like, I could be a lot more consistent. And she was like, I don't know. Does anyone look at the feed posts anymore? And I was like, wow. So because I had been showing up consistently in stories, that was her version of me showing up well on social. And I think it's done such a turn from the beginning of Instagram where like stories I don't think existed at the beginning and then they came out with this new thing. And now I feel like it's almost pivoted to where the like people use stories more than the feed sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think stories, I could be totally wrong about this. So like this is not social media fact, but I think stories came up to mimic Snapchat. 
Yeah, I think they did. Because of like the 24-hour thing, right? And that people were responding so well to like having content out for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And actually, something interesting is, so my husband's family, Josh, he, they use Snapchat exclusively to communicate with each other. We've talked about this before, where mm -hmm. it's like, we have a Snapchat group that's like hopping off all the time. And like everyone in this group is like between the ages of like, I'm the youngest person, like 31 and 40. And that isn't Snapchat's demographic right now. Like really, they're going for the like, the young people who have photos to share with one another and I'm gonna leave that there. But um, I'm sure people use it for other stuff. But like Josh's family uses it really actively. And so it's interesting how that's a tool for communication instead of something like an Instagram chat or even a text message group. Like it just, they got used to it over the years and the Snapchat thread's been going on for like 10 years. Like it's been like going on since the beginning of time. So it's interesting because I think stories kind of came up like that where mm -hmm. it was like this thing that doesn't live that long, which actually is so great because it takes the pressure off of it. Totally. And that's actually something that I always tell people when it, they're nervous about posting the feed. I'm like, posting the feed, I get it. It lives, it, there's some anxiety about it living and that's like nerve wracking for people. But what's more interesting, I think, is the fact that it like doesn't live long in stories. Yeah. And that's a great way for you to kind of play and test mm -hmm. and see what your audience actually likes because it's only going to be out there for 24 hours. Yeah, such a good point. And I feel like the other piece of magic in the stories is like you just get to know the person so well and like that's the beauty of social in general, right? And that's what you're trying to accomplish with your feed is like build that know, like, and trust with your clients or potential customers or audience or whoever it is that you're kind of talking to or putting your content out into the ether. But it's just so personal on stories and even like the way now that you can like like them and the polls and all the different features, like there are so many tools you can use to interact with your audience and it feels very like easy and natural and not permanent and yeah, I think stories are just awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. So I'm curious for you, Maria, I know stories are more stressful for you than they are for me. Yes, right? correct, correct. <laughs> I more easily can jump on a story and be like, hello, this is the situation, here's what I'm up to. Here's my, my breakfast. It's not a chia seed pudding. But I'm curious for you, Maria, like what has been part of your journey in kind of getting over being like fearful of, of showing up on stories? Because you've been killing it lately. Yeah. So I am that person who used to record like 100 takes. I'm actually still kind of that person. So, but I have made a lot of progress, I would say. And I think the mistake I made at the beginning is just like, I would look at Christina and she's so good at it. She doesn't write a script. She doesn't think about what she's going to say. She literally like starts filming and in that moment decides what she's going to say. And it's always <laughs> magic. And so if that's you, I love that for you, but that is not me. <laughs> and I think a lot of people struggle with this. So I think taking the pressure off yourself of like, that doesn't have to be you. Like you don't have to become that person who can just do that and let it be okay that it, you're not that person. And then, you know, put tools and systems in place to help yourself be successful with it. So for me, like, I would say the number one thing that I started doing is just like taking a selfie and then kind of writing in text what I would maybe want to say in a video. Mm. So that was like the first step of, okay, what does this actually look like? What is something that I would want to say, but you have more time to think about it. You write it. So you're able to edit it, look it over. Like it's just a lot easier than actually filming a video of yourself talking, yeah. but it kind of gets you in like the habit and the feeling of what it's like. And it gets you used to like what language I would say, what's the message, all that stuff. And then I think the next step from there is just like, you just kind of do like one little baby step at a time. So maybe even before the selfie, it's just like a picture of your walk or your breakfast or whatever. And then you graduate to the selfie and then you graduate to 
a five second video and maybe someone else is in it and you are both sharing together and then you graduate to a longer video. For me, I write notes ahead of time. I put them like behind the camera, what I'm gonna say. You can do a full script, you can do bullet points, whatever works for you. But I think for me, what has been like the biggest game changer is one, like taking the pressure off myself if I don't have to just be able to like open the camera and you know, start winging it and say something. And then also just taking those baby steps to like start making progress towards where I want to be mm -hmm. instead of just like jumping right in the water. Because when I jumped right in the water, I would just like fail and fail and fail and fail. And then that's also not a great feeling, right? Mm -hmm. I love that. And actually like what really resonates with me from that, and I think it's going to resonate with our audience, is that like it wasn't like Maria got up there the first day and was like, hi, I'm there. Right? Like, she is getting closer and closer to who she wants to be by, like, taking that, like, radical action. So even today we were in the car and Maria's like, let's do a story because, like, this is a moment we're going to want to document. Like, us going to see this venue. Like, this is our first big in-person event. We've been doing small ones. They've been awesome. Like, 35 people. We, like, we're obsessed. We're obsessed with this concept of, like, what we're offering. And we know this is going to be an incredible event. We can't wait to look back on these memories and be, like, at our 1,000-person event and be like, oh, my God, like, can, can you believe, like, we did that? Right? Like, so cool. But, like, it takes time to get there, right? Like, in the same way, we're not going to run on a thousand-person event tomorrow. Yeah. So, I love that because I think as we continue to practice, like, it, it gets easier and easier. So, there are people who have the gift of gab, like me. So, I can get on and I can talk about anything. Literally, things I don't even know about, I can talk about. I just jump on and I just talk about them. But I do know about social media, so don't worry about that. I'm, I am an author. <laughs> I can talk about a lot of things very easily. And that's why even Maria and I, when we were deciding about this podcast, we knew we wanted to offer a podcast because... That was really important to our, our business and especially like we're a bit of a, a walk the walk kind of group, right? Like we yeah. offer podcast solutions. We couldn't not have a podcast. Like it just didn't feel aligned for us. Anywho, when we were talking about it, Maria was like, that would cause me too much stress. And even the first few times you came on this podcast, you would be like, what are our key points? Like, what are the things? And I'm like, I literally just hop on here with a mic. I see what happens. I roll with it. I don't have notes. Like that's my vibe. And you were like, that is not my vibe. Mm -hmm. And even when we used to go to Arizona, the first few times we did that, I remember like we'd be in the Uber on the way to the studio and you'd be like, what are we going to talk about? Like exactly, like what exactly are we going to talk about? So it was just, it's always this like continuation of like growing. And then now like you're in a space where even today we are like, let's talk about this. And you were like, yeah, like I'm, I'm all in on that. Right. So just being able to, to just kind of build up to it. Yeah. I think that's an important point too, because we all look at these other people who are really good at it. Well, you're one of them, but we look at them all on social, like, wow, they're so good at it. I, I'm not like that. Like, that's just not who I am. And I can't be like that. And then maybe I'm not going to be successful on social because I'm, that's not my personality and blah, blah, blah. Like, not everybody started there. And I, I would say almost nobody starts there. Yeah. Everybody gets better. And like, if you're like, <laughs> recently I had multiple people tell me I was like great at podcast, like speaking on podcasts. And I was like, that is the most shocking thing I've ever heard in my life because it's always stressed me out so much. I never know what I'm going to say. I'm like, I need a script. Tell me the talking points. Tell me what we're going to talk about. Like, give me the rundown. I, I just think I'm like the worst at it. And now i mean i've just practiced like i've just done it i've been you know scared and anxious and whatever all of the things and i just do it and but i didn't start like this mm -hmm. and like you said today we just like made this up now we're going to talk about this great but i never would have been able to do this a year ago mm -hmm. what we're doing today 
And the way you get there is just by trying and you're not going to be great at it and that's fine. Mm -hmm. So you're going to post some stories. You're going to, you know, maybe stutter a little bit in the story or it's going to be a little awkward. Like that's okay. Like Christina said, it only lives there for 24 hours. No one's expecting perfection from you. And like the only way you get better at these things is by trying. And another point I'll give, which can be helpful is if you're like, I have no idea what to say in these stories. We all have a friend who has the gift of gab or a family member or a mom or whoever, whoever it is in your life. Like just tell them what you're thinking about and ask them how they would say it and then take inspiration from them. Or if you just listen to our AI episode, you can use chat GPT, like pull from your resources as well. But I think dropping the standard of perfection helps a lot. And the impermanence of stories makes that easier. Mm-hmm. Something I think about too is like in most advice we give, one of the things we always talk about is like looking at your data. And this is one of those examples where I'm like, don't worry about that. When you're starting out, like actually that was one of the things I really loved about Lindsay Schwartz's episode with us. Like when we, when we had the opportunity to interview her, was she had said that like, and that episode's fucking awesome. So like you need to listen. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't so swear good. often on this podcast, but like that's one, like that was an awesome podcast. So you should listen to that one. But a big piece of what Lindsay had said to us was that she never looked at her numbers in the first year. And our friends Danny and Brianne used to be her producers, right? And so they would be like, oh, like, Lindsay, you did really good. This was awesome, Lindsay. And she'd be like, was it? I, I don't know. I have not looked at numbers. And I look at our numbers a lot. But with something like, something that I'm nervous about, I need to detach myself from the numbers. Mm-hmm. And that's even big with, like, when we run events at the beginning and stuff like that. Like, not being so obsessed with numbers and all of these things that are, are so, like, impactful or can be so impactful to our like mental health and how we want to keep showing up. Obviously, if you're, you know, for example, if you have a podcast and you're getting two listeners and you're spending 80 hours a month on it, that's probably not great ROI. And that's a good thing for you to kind of like look into and think about. But if you're seeing traction in the right direction, it's worth you continuing to to see that. So with stories, like your story views will start to go up the more you show up. And we even found too, we were talking about this today, there are certain things that we will do in stories unintentionally that end up really boosting the things <laughs> that we're doing. So I you have to tell them why. Yeah. So there's two things that my audience loves and neither of them is social media or community building. It's one, when I make insane online orders that like I bought this dress that was apparently made me look like a flying squirrel. <laughs> um, and so I took, I took a poll on that and people love that one. And two people love when I'm injured. Love it. And not in a mean way, but actually in like a really sweet, like people like reach out, but like my story views go up like about four times. So it's a little alarming. When I got my gallbladder out, I had like 250 road messages. Like I woke up from my surgery and I was like, holy my God. But it was such a gift. It showed me the gift of community, but the algorithm really pushed it because so many people were engaging with me. So asking yourself like, what are little things you could do that like people want to be a part of? No one messaged me being like, goodness gracious, like how dare you talk about this? Like that's so inappropriate. Like don't use your platform for this, but people want to be part of the journey with you. So even the things that you think are boring, they're not. Yeah, like my chia pudding. <laughs> yeah, I, I think your chia pudding is boring, but everybody else loves it. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> recently I've been on a little health journey, and I've been trying to find a breakfast that I love, that I can meal prep, and that I can make, and I found one, and it was chia pudding. And so every week I would meal prep my chia pudding, I would post about it on Instagram, and I was just relentless. And then like every day when I would eat the chia pudding, I would post a picture of it before I would eat it, just because it was like such easy content, and it looked cute, and I was like, look guys, look at me on my health journey. 
Christina relentlessly makes fun of me for this chia pudding. And then anytime I ask anyone, like I literally did a poll once. It was like, what are, what are like your favorite things that I share? And like the food was number one. Like people are like, give us more of this chia pudding. So even if you think something, you're like overdoing something or mm. you're doing it too much or like no one cares about my chia pudding, people, like that is actually the stuff that people care about the most. Those little things that like make you a little weird. Like why did I eat chia pudding every day for like six weeks? I don't know. <laughs> but those things, or when you look like a flying squirrel or when you're like, hi, I'm fighting for my life for someone to take this gallbladder out. <laughs> like that is the stuff that people like because they, they want it to be funny. They want it to be authentic. They want to relate to it. So the stuff that you probably think is like weird or no one cares about is actually the stuff that ends up performing the best I, I always find. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting too, because I find that stories are like the number one way to build no like and trust, but also with people who like, like people want to know personal stuff about you. Yeah. So like, it's interesting because I think we're all like everyone always, whenever they're doing like, they talk to us about, about podcasting, they talk to us about social media. They're like, nobody cares like about me. Like nobody cares about what I'm doing. And then I think about there's people online. Like I really care about what they're doing. Like I am up on what Lori Harder's up to. Like I know, like I know when they're in Arizona, I know where they're in California. Even like a perfect example about this is Lori and Chris go to Kaleidoscope in Arizona. It's like a, a smoothie bar. Um, and we went because Lori and Chris post about it all the time. And I was like, I need to have the smoothie. I need to know what this tastes like. I see it on social all the time. That's insane. But that shows you the power of social media, right? And that is a very personal post. It had nothing to do with their business coaching. and nothing to do with what they were up to, right? It just had to do with their personal life. We know about their dogs. We know all these things. So I think, like, instead of being worried that you're boring, like, think about, like, how can I use, like, these details about myself to connect with somebody new? Mm -hmm. And I actually think that that's the most powerful thing. It's, like, people love that I have a dog. And, like, people will show up all the time. He's actually in the background of this. So you can see him if you're watching on YouTube. But, um, little doggo. Um... <laughs> But people will ask me all the time about Patrick. Yeah. And I'm like, why do you care that I have a dog? But it's part of the thing. Like, people are curious about, like, what our life's like. Or, like, we also both get maximum views when we're, like, on a trip. Mm -hmm. People love those, like, little dream that we're creating together. Which yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. I also think a really good tip is, like, if you have no idea, you're like, hi, I don't know what these people want to know about. I have no idea what to talk about on stories. Well, first of all, download our story starters guide, yeah. uh, which will be linked in the show notes. But also, what do you want to talk about? Like, what would be the easiest thing for you to post on your stories? And that's how, part of the reason why the chia pudding came to light, because it was like the easiest thing for me to post. And I was interested in it at the time. Mm -hmm. And that's something I've been on lately is interested is interesting so if you're interested in something people are, are gonna find it interesting when you post about it because your passion and your interest comes through mm -hmm. and when I talk to our friend our good friend Marina Middleton about personal branding she always tells me she just post about whatever you want to post about because that's what people want to hear mm -hmm. so whatever if you're like scared of showing up and you have no idea what to post what is the like easiest most fun way for you to show up today do that thing Mm -hmm. And then just like slowly keep building and building and each day just take one little baby step to kind of push yourself out of your comfort zone, but you don't have to dive in head first. Mm -hmm. Marina's actually an amazing example of this too. And please go listen to that episode because that's actually our third most downloaded episode ever. Like, yeah. It's still, Amazing. Yeah, it's still riding, riding strong. But She's super smart. So smart, and we're so excited. I'll be doing her mastermind in the fall with Ali Webb and Jacqueline Johnson, but Blueprint. But it's amazing because one of the things Marina is so good at is, like, bringing you along on her journey. And Marina, the couch company that Marina didn't get her couch from, <laughs> like, took a long time to get the couch to her. 
And I was up on this. Like, I knew about it, right? You're so invested, right? And so she would be like, day 56 without a couch. Like, oh my gosh, Thanksgiving dinner. And I'm like, that's the floor we're going to be sitting on because I don't have a couch. And she would, I'm not going to say who the company was, but she like would tag them like relentlessly, right? And like, you know, people pay attention to that kind of stuff, right? And, and that's also like, it's not great for the brand, but but for her, it was like her personal journey, right? She was just sharing. She has an audience, right? She has a platform. So for us too, it's like, how do we use our platform like to share, you know, you don't have to share, you don't get a couch, you don't have to share that, but like, how do you share about your experience, right? Um, I really try to like, really, when we go to a business, I really try to promote a business. That's actually really important to me. So if we go out for lunch, we went up for lunch today, we did some tags, like, I like want people to see like what we're up to, but I more importantly want to support others. And there's things that like I know that like I've influenced people to buy, even though I don't consider myself an influencer. We're all little influencers. So when we're showing up in our stories, like just remembering that, like actually people wouldn't be watching our stories if they didn't want to hear from us. Mm -hmm. And I say this on the podcast all the time. I didn't come up with myself, but nobody who's doing more than you is judging you in your stories. You posted this great thing the other day that was like, there's no like YouTube star that's judging someone's first YouTube video. And it's the same for us. Like even with Instagram, like someone was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm a few months behind or a few years behind you in Instagram. Like you're so much farther ahead. And I'm like, Oh, like I like, but I, I started where you started. I didn't have followers at the beginning either. Like, and now our following has grown quite a bit this year, but it's been like a lot of work. Like we've been working, yeah. like we've been working at it in a way we haven't before, which is great, but that takes time. And so just a reminder that like anybody who's like in the grind with you, especially entrepreneurs, small businesses, they're not sitting around being like, oh, cringe, like cringe. She showed up in her stories and like forgot captions, like cringe the lighting there. And if they are, those aren't your people. Yeah. I totally agree. Those are not your people if they're, but it, yeah, that, that's the moral of the story of what I posted was like, if anybody is criticizing you for this stuff, it's just because they're jealous and they wish they were doing it. Nobody do, doing the thing is going to criticize you. Mm -hmm. Like, because they know they've all, we've all been there. We all started somewhere and nothing's perfect at the beginning. But even as we go further and further down this journey, I'm realizing like the imperfections are actually what people resonate with the most mm -hmm. and when you think about yourself like when you're looking at other people's instagram stories i love those like the weird stuff the quirky stuff the stuff where they're like you know just getting really into the personal stuff like all of that is so cool and so i think just give yourself the permission to you know be maybe be a little bit vulnerable push push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit um and maybe you think it's a little cringe but also the other thing is no one cares as much about you as you think they do <laughs> they'll, they'll think like they'll watch your story and think nothing of it and you're like ah oh, the lighting the background i forgot mm -hmm. the captions whatever and no one even like noticed any of those things so mm -hmm. just try it stories are a great place to just like mess around see what what you like what you don't like what your audience responds to and also just watch other people's stories and see what they're up to and see what do you like to see from them mm -hmm. use that as inspo yeah, I was actually about to say the exact same thing. It's like just using, like also seeing what other people do and like what you like about it, what you don't like about it, what you find cringy, what you don't find cringy, like what feels most natural for you. Like we have clients who like would rather be dead than show up talking on an Instagram story. Like, and that's fine. Like if that's not of interest to you, that's fine. And they run successful businesses. Yeah, and they're doing just good out there. Like it's everything's fine, right? But then there's people who like I like we have made so many sales from people just watching our Instagram stories and yeah. kind of showing up with us right so 
really just like trying to figure out what works for you. And it can be like you showcasing other things. It can be personal. People love that and they love to build know, like, and trust with you. So that's just a reminder for you today. We just wanted to quickly jump on and do a little bit of a shorter episode than usual. And it turned out to be the same length as always <laughs> talking about stories and why they're so important because I think they're the number one tool on know, like, and trust. Uh, can't say enough that you should download our story starter guide. It is so freaking good. And I don't know, any last thoughts for you? Yeah, I just, I just thought of one last thing, which is actually something we did today, <laughs> where do you ever like think of an idea for your business and you're like, I have no idea if people want this or would buy it or if I should do it. <laughs> we have one of those ideas today. We just popped on our stories, pulled our audience. Hi, do you guys want this? They were like, yes, we want this. And so then we made it into a little event. So it's a great way to also connect with your audience and ask them, you know, what services they're looking for. If they're, if you have an idea, like run it by them, see if people, how people respond and connect with them, pull them, engage with them. But you can use it as a tool too, to like help you build your offerings and services and things you do in your business. Even Marina, when she was launching her podcast, she, <laughs> this was brilliant, but she was getting her audience to like vote on her cover art. And that was like some of the most engaging stories she had. Like, so like, this was like a whole thing. Everybody was voting. Everybody was so invested. There were like ties on the covers. People were DMing her. You have to go with this cover. So like you can really bring your audience in on some decision-making pieces in your business. And then you really generate buy-in from them. And then when she launched, everyone was like all over it because they were like, yes, we're a part of this. We chose the cover. Like, mm -hmm. oh, she went with that cover. Um, so yeah, you can really leverage your audience too for like decision-making in your business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but not no like dress. I love it. Love it. Well, Get Maria, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Oh, always. Love to do more of this. I think we've got a few days together next week, so we should probably come up with some more podcast episodes. But also, just a reminder, if you think of anything that you ever want us to talk about, we want to talk about it. So just let us know. There is no question too stupid. We like teach people how to sometimes do voice notes. Like We've literally done everything from the first... How do you set up an Instagram to how do you grow your Instagram? Like we, everything in between. So we don't think anything's stupid. We want to try everything. We want to talk about anything you guys want to talk about. So yeah, don't forget to reach out. And if you're about to show up in stories, you downloaded our guide or you're like, I'm about to show up for the first time. Don't forget to tag us. Let us know like, you know, what worked, what didn't work. Have an amazing day. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Build Your Digital Community Podcast. If you loved the episode, please don't forget to rate us and leave us a review. Now, we'd love for you to be a part of our digital community. Text JOIN to 855-908-4688 to join our text list for exclusive social media tips or DM us on Instagram at the social snippet, letting us know what you loved about the episode. Keep on building community and to this and so, so much more.